Welcome to episode 16 of Everything Sports with Dumlin. I'm your host, Dumlin and Carney, and I talk about the hottest topics in sports over the course of the past week. And today I'm going to talk about the IPL season being suspended, which is cricket, Albert Pujols, or Pujols, release by the Angels, fantasy minute for, of course, both baseball and basketball. And then I'm going to give you my list of the top five greatest point guards of all time. And then next week, I'm going to do greatest shooting guards. I'm pretty sure you guys already know the greatest shooting guard. But, and then to round it out, sports teams not trading players right, like not only in the NFL, basketball, everywhere. I just don't think these teams are trading these sports players right. So without further ado, let's get it started with the IPL being suspended. The IPL, for those of you that may not know, the Cricket League in India is called the Indian Premier League and got suspended because of the rising COVID cases in India. There's like a new variant and it's hard to see and to hear about all this COVID cases going around in India. And it started because the Royal Challengers Bangalore versus Kolkata Knight Riders match got postponed because a couple of Players from Kolkata Knight Riders tested positive. And now with India in lockdown and everything, IPL was still going on. As much as I enjoyed it waking up at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., at 1.5 a.m. to see these games because it's Indian standard time. India's 12 and a half hours ahead. I always enjoyed watching these games, but in the back of my head, I'm like, if India has this dangerous COVID variant going around where people are still vaccinated and still getting in and still getting hospitalized and some even pass away after being vaccinated, how dangerous this variant is. And I, would, I didn't know how they were playing. I kept asking my dad, how are they playing? They played in some bubble. They moved from like Delhi to Chennai to Mumbai, Bombay. And then Sunday, May 2nd was the last match, which was Punjab Kings and Delhi Capitals. Delhi Capitals usually won that game. Let's see if the season gets canceled. And it's unfortunate if it does because Royal Challengers Bangalore were looking like the best team. We're looking like the best team in the IPL, but after dropping, for the last two out of the three, they dropped the five and two. Delhi Capitals are six and two. Their net run rate is better, but they just have more points because they've played an extra match. That's the only reason why, because they're six and two. Chennai Super Kings are five and two. Royal Challengers Bangalore five and two. Mumbai Indians four and three. And that's your top four. Mumbai Indians have picked it up at a time they needed to. Now we're two and three and then won two straight here in Pollard. My God, what an amazing game against Chennai Super King. But four and three, it's looking like Mumbai Indians are resurging. They're the champions. They've won it five times, guys. Don't forget at the heart of the champion. And then CSK, the team that we all thought would might go downhill because they're kind of old. It'll take time to rebuild, but nope, they're five and two. 
So we're going to get Delhi Capitals, Chennai Super Kings, Royal Challengers Bangalore, Mumbai Indians. I'm not sure the potential month that it could return is like September. I'm not sure if that will actually happen. It all the obviously all depends on the coronavirus situation in India and how that COVID variant is. It already spread to other countries, which is the scary part because now the United States and their traveling is now banned. So we'll see. I mean, I'm praying for all everyone in India to get better so we can resume what's normal life. This is the shocking news because I expect it. It's called the bio bubble that these cricket players are playing in. And it was crazy. At the first first moment, first moment, the first case was in this bio bubble is what IPL are calling it. They, they postponed it because then it might spread to the other players. And I don't really have a take on this. Just everyone stay safe in India, pretty much around the world. Wherever you're watching this, stay safe. So now the next segment that we will move on to is Albert Pujols' release from the LA Angels. So he spent his career with only two teams. He spent it with St. Louis, the St. Louis Cardinals. I forgot they were even a baseball team, by the way. So there's that. And then he went to the LA Angels in 2012. So 2001 to 2011, he went was with St. Louis. Then 2012 to this portion of 2021, he was with LA Angels. And this may signal retirement for him, but there are reports that he wants to continue playing. And if he is good at hitting, then I say a team should decide him because I'm sure that would still help out with your team. But because of his age, he is 41 years old, guys. He is 41. So it's obviously going to help him out. He's not going to get his 10 year, $253 million contract that he had. He's not going to get that. But if he wants to play for a bit cheaper, then I think that's his only, that's his only, that's his only option. No one's going to pay him that much for being. 41 years old. And I know Ichiro Suzuki played for like, so he was 45 or something like that. It was insane. Last game was in 2019. He was at bat for five times with the Mariners. Jeez, man, what a career for Ichiro Suzuki. I just realized that. But the topic's about Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols is, was Two hits short of tying the record for most hits by a first baseman when he got released. Think about that. Two hits short of tying that record. And he got released. Obviously, records are records. And players will say, 
players will say that they don't care about the record. It's a team game, but you know, you know that they kind of care about it. Iconic first baseman, there's so many. Like, there's really Joey Votto, Miguel Cabrera. Those are just some. And I know I'm not going to forget Lou Gehrig and like Willie McCovey, Eddie Murray. And there's, I have a whole list that I could read off of, but those are just a few of them. I don't even know why I said Joey Votto and Miguel Cabrera for like Willie McCovey. I don't need to explain who he is. Lou Gehrig, I don't need to explain who he is. These are just iconic first baseman and Pujols was too hitch shy of getting a record. That is incredible. Definitely a Hall of Fame career. I think he will retire, just, not because he wants to, but because no one's going to offer him a contract. But nonetheless, he's still a Hall of Fame first baseman. So with that, we can go to Fantasy Minute, where I tell you the top five baseball players to add to your baseball uh, to your baseball fantasy team. So now we got, without further ado, let's get it started for baseball. We got Nico Horner for the Chicago Cubs. He's a second, third baseman, and a shortstop. He's 33% rostered, and it's pending status after an outfield collision with Ian Happ, and this could be the last call on Horner, but Jane McClanahan, shortstop, not shortstop. Starting pitcher, right pitcher for Tampa Bay, 17% roster. I think I got SC and RP right. So, uh, Yusai Kikuchi, starting pitcher for the Seattle, 29% rostered. And Kikuchi, he's like, he's a sleeper, but pick him up. Tyler O'Neill, 38% rostered, outfielder for St. Louis. St. Louis Cardinals, popular this episode. Anyways, and then we got Daniel Lynch, starting pitcher for Kansas City Royals, 29% roster. And the funny part about that is I almost said Kansas City Jayhawks, which is college basketball. Give me all my baseball knowledge. Anyway, let's go to fantasy basketball. This is... Second last fantasy basketball, fantasy minute for basketball of the season because I know in my league last week of the fantasy championship, I'm in it. So first player, we got Sadiq Bay, small forward Detroit. If you haven't gotten him already, definitely get him because usage rate it has been on the roof. 37% rostered. Dorian Finney-Smith, 45% rostered. I picked him up. He's been kind of consistent for Dallas. So if you want a consistent player, again, him, Jeff Green, small forward, power forward, center for the Brooklyn Nets, 38% rostered. He's used a lot with KD, Kyrie, and a little bit when Harden was healthy. Mo Baba, center for Orlando, 23% rostered. And though he's only averaging 22 minutes per game and coming off the bench, he's been putting up top 60 player numbers. And Trevor Ariza, shooting guard, Small forward for the Miami Heat. 
I know he's been traded across a couple teams, but he's been a top 65 player over the last five games. So definitely pick him up. These are just sleepers you should pick up. And now something that could be controversial. My top five greatest point guards of all time. I will start by saying Stephen Curry is the greatest point guard of all time. I can say that not just because I'm a Warriors fan. I promise you there's no bias here. But Stephen Curry changing the game, how you shoot the ball. I get Magic Johnson did that with assists, but Curry, he's making it a factor. If you can't shoot, then your team is going to lose. If you can't shoot the three, your team is going to lose. It's He made the three-pointer relevant. He did that. Curry is obviously the greatest shooter of all time, but when you change the game in his way, then you're the greatest point guard. And now, obviously, second is Magic Johnson, and I will say if you say Magic Johnson first, Stephen Curry second, then I'll still agree with you. But I believe Curry is the best or second best of all time point guard. Magic Johnson, y'all know who he is. Him, Bird, just dueling. Magic has evolutionized the assist. And the third, fourth, and fifth, you can go anywhere with. But for the third, I'm going to go Oscar Robertson just because he's a triple-double machine. An absolute triple-double machine. And then for number four, I am going to go Chris Paul. I mean, watching him pass the ball and what he's doing with Phoenix this year and what he's accomplished in his career I hope he wins the ring with Phoenix. I really do. But Chris Paul is the fourth greatest point guard of all time, in my opinion. And then the fifth one, I'm going to go with Kyrie Irving because his handles are insane. Like, I don't, there's no person better in the league that has better handles than him. And yeah, all other point guards have handles and things like that. And, And that's why Kyrie is the fifth greatest point guard of all time. If you, I know you guys didn't hear me mention Damian Lillard or Westbrook. It's hard to choose three, four, and five. Curry and Magic Johnson, you can flip them between one and two, but three, four, and five, because you can, not three, four, and five. Three is Oscar Robinson. Four and five, you can go anywhere with, but I chose four to be Chris Paul and then five to be Kyrie Irving. And with that, we will go to a topic that, not many of you think of that often, but the sports team's not treating the players right. These players give the teams money because fans want to see these superstars, and these teams aren't treating the superstars right. It kind of started with the James Harden and Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond asked to sit on the bench but still stay fit because they're trading him. And he was on the bench for like a couple of months to only be released. Why would you do that to a player who's trying to make a living in this league? Andre Drummond kept leading the league in rebounds. Why do people keep undervaluing him, underrating him? I really feel like Andre Drummond and Hassan Whiteside are the two most underrated centers in this league. Because Whiteside consistently got like four or five blocks a game. And I'm like, why are people underrating him? And 
players are supposed to sit on the bench in their clothes, watch their team play, and still get traded. And when they request a trade, for example, like James Harden, they're made fun of by the media. James Harden, that was not the right way to go about it personally, but anyways, you are supposed to stay, stay ready. Like, even when you're not about to play, like, what's going on here? And when players request a trade, I talked about the basketball world, players requesting a trade in the NFL world, they are superstars. They earn their franchise's money. Literally, fans come to watch Aaron Rodgers. Fans come to watch Deshaun Watson. And you're not granting their request. They have given the franchise as much as they could. And if they feel like they're not being treated right and you're doing nothing to help them, because ultimately all these players want is to win. And if the players don't feel like they could win on the current roster you have, even though the GM and the owner feel like the roster is perfectly fine, then trade the superstar. Superstar might be a cancer to locker room and just not have a good culture to be around. Like, Packers, what are you doing trading up for Jordan Love? Why would you do that? Aaron Rodgers is disgruntled, though. Hey, yo, Aaron Rodgers. We traded up. How do you feel about this? And then he's like, who are you going to pick? They said, join him up. What do you think Aaron Rodgers would say? And Deshaun Watson. I know he's in 21 lawsuits right now, so I understand not being able to trade him. But still, before all this lawsuit drama, you still, you still denied taking the job and Suppose the head coach came from the Baltimore Ravens, I believe, to coach the Texans and him saying that I believe Deshaun Watson is still going to be our quarterback and that's the only reason why you took Deshaun. What happens when Deshaun Watson gets traded? Like when you're lying to coaches to come coach your team because no coach is interested in coaching that team, that's the problem when you have to lie to those coaches. Albert Pujols, for example, why was he released? No one knew why he re- he was re- released. He was like, on the last year of his 10-year, $253 million contract, let these players play. They're not going to add anyone. Let these players play. And ultimately, these, the GM and owner sometimes have to do what's better for the superstars to help them because those superstars are the only reason why your team is good in most cases. If you don't have a clear superstar and your team is all-rounded, that's different. But when you're the clear superstar like Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers, and you're responsible for carrying your team, then at that point, the GM and owner has to listen to that player, like even James Harden. He was settled for Avery Bradley and Kelly O'Lynn instead of Ben Simmons or Jalen Brown. Think about that. Because you wait it. These players get more disgruntled. You have to listen to your superstars immediately if you want better players. And these superstars just want to win and do what's in the interest of them. And GMs and owners, I feel like this is when they act selfish. It's when they're not treating the app, their own players right. That's my take on it. 
it's completely wrong how they're doing it, but that's my take on it. Thanks for tuning in this week to episode 16. Tune in next week for episode 17.